now might be a good time to start learning Chinese. And it would also be a good time to start learning how to be a good slave. Uh, at least if current trends continue. Because what's happening here is the deep state is aiding and abetting the communist Chinese takeover of their little new world order. Now, of course, you know, the Chinese Communist Party is obviously not going to run the new world order, despite what they may think. But what is very clear is that the deep state has been helping the Chinese communists at every step of the way, going back to the beginning. So let's start from today. Uh, you have all over the world top globalists suggesting that communist China ought to own or run the New World Order. Uh, in 2009, George Soros, everybody's least favorite gazillionaire, said that the, the communist Chinese ought to own what he described as the New World Order in the same way that the United States owns the current order. Uh, the next year, he was getting the Globalist of the Year Award. Yes, it really is called the Globalist of the Year Award. He was up in Canada. And he said, the communist Chinese have now got to accept responsibility for world order in the interests of other people. He said, today, China has not only a more vigorous economy, but actually a better functioning government than the United States. That's George Soros. This is the guy who's putting billions of dollars into overthrowing our system of government, into subverting the Christian foundations of our civilization by corrupting the churches and funding things like Catholics for Choice or training uh, pastors, Orthodox pastors in Eastern Europe to promote the European Union and globalism and the LGBT agenda. So this is very dangerous. Um, even Obama, who for the first time in history invited communist Chinese troops to U.S. soil for military training purposes, I said the U.S. reiterates that it welcomes a strong, prosperous, and successful China that plays a greater role in world affairs. Uh, do we really want the most murderous dictatorship in all of human history to play a greater role in world affairs? Well, it depends on who you ask. Obama thinks so. Um, his Treasury Secretary, Timothy Geithner, I call him Timothy TurboTax Geithner because that was his excuse for not paying his taxes. It's funny how they can get away with it, but we can't. Um, he was asked, what do you think about this uh, communist Chinese proposal for a global currency? And he said, oh, actually, we're quite open to that. So um, pretty amazing stuff that top officials in the U.S. government would claim that they're open to the idea of a global currency. But of course, none of this is new. Right? David Rockefeller, Mr. Globalist, Mr. Deep State, you know, key guy in the Bilderberg, founder of the Trilateral Commission, key player in the Council on Foreign Relations. I mean, this guy is deep state, deep state. And uh, in 1973, after a visit to communist China, he actually wrote in the New York Times, he says, the social experiment in China under Chairman Mao's leadership is one of the most important and successful in human history. Now, I guess there's a lot of different ways to measure success. Uh, the communist Chinese were very successful in some things, um, exterminating innocent human beings, for example. Uh, according to R.J. Rummel at the University of Hawaii, probably the world's foremost authority on democide, a murder of people by their own government, uh, he estimated that the communist Chinese had murdered about 77 million of their own people. Uh, that does not include the many, many millions more who were more murdered in forced abortions to enforce the communist Chinese government's one-child policy, now a two-child policy. Uh, despite all of this barbarity and savagery, uh, torture, murder, harvesting organs, etc., uh, the Communist Chinese are very active today in taking over international organizations. They literally have agents of the Communist Chinese Party, Communist Chinese members, who are running various UN agencies. Uh, the UN Industrial Development Organization, for example, 
which is transferring Western technology, Western know-how, Western money to third world kleptocrats like the dictator running North Korea, Kim Jong-un, or the dictatorship running Cuba. Um, the, the Communist Chinese also run the International Telecommunications Union. This is a UN agency that wants to regulate and censor the internet. Uh, it is now under the leadership of a Chinese Communist Party member named Haolin Zhao. I'm not sure about the pronunciation, but uh, he was asked uh, shortly after being appointed to his post uh, about censorship. He said, oh, well, censorship is in the eye of the beholder, right? So, uh, of course, the Communist Chinese regime operates the largest and most sophisticated censorship network in the world, if you maybe don't include Silicon Valley. But uh, incredible, right, that you would put a communist Chinese agent in charge of the UN agency that wants to run the internet. Uh, the communist Chinese also sit on the UN Human Rights Council, which tells you a little bit about the UN's crazy view of human rights. Uh, communist Chinese agent runs the UN Department of Economic and Social Affairs, the DESA as they call it. Um, I went to the uh, UN Rio, uh, the uh, Rio Plus 20 Summit, the uh, what do they call it? The Conference on Sustainable Development in Rio. And of course, it was chaired by another communist Chinese agent, an anti-American uh, firebrand named Sha Zakung, who thinks basically we need global communism to, for, for the planet, right? I call them watermelons. They're green on the outside, red on the inside. In this case, they're like red and green on the outside, I guess. Um, UN, uh, another UN agency under communist Chinese control is the International Civil Aviation Organization. It's a UN agency that wants to tax air travel so the UN can have its own revenue stream. Uh, until recently, the World Health Organization was under, a com under the leadership of a communist Chinese agent, Margaret Chow, uh, or Chan. And um, we have multiple UN agencies where the deputy leaders are communist Chinese agents, including UNESCO, by the way, which is um, you know kind of the global education ministry or the global department of education, if you will, trying to standardize, globalize, and, and um, um, internationalize the dumbing down, the indoctrination process taking place in government schools. Until very recently, also, you had Interpol under the control of a communist Chinese agent. We've already done an episode on that, so you can go back and look for that. Um, he was arrested for not obeying the orders of the Communist Chinese Party, arrested by his own government. And uh, they publicly said, well, he should have been obeying our orders, right? So crazy story. You can check out the episode we did on that. Um, and, you know, to their credit, the Communist Chinese have been pretty open about their ambitions, too. They're just running around to anyone who will listen, say, well, we want to own the New World Order. We want to run the New World Order. Uh, a few years ago, they met in Bolivia for the G77 plus China summit, uh, despite the name, you know, it started off as 77 governments, now it's something like 133 or 134. They came together in Bolivia and they, uh, they had this conference on a new world order to live well. And um, after this conference, they signed a declaration where they said that we stress the importance of the central role of the United Nations in global economic governance. Uh, they also called for the UN General Assembly to be a quote, emblem of global sovereignty. So uh, for those of you who don't know the inner workings of the UN, the General Assembly, I call it the Dictators Club, right? Because um, Kim Jong-un has uh, one vote, just like the US government has one vote. And so to, to turn this into an emblem of global sovereignty would be to create a global government where uh, Kim Jong-un's vote would be worth as much as the vote of all 310 million Americans. Um, yeah, that sounds sensible, right? And so you have heads of the UN like Ban Ki-moon who also went to this New World Order Summit that the G77 put on and blabbered about what a great New World Order it was going to be. And he says the UN is the Parliament of Humanity, right? Uh, of course, the, the Chinese will be more equal than others within this Parliament of Humanity. They have some experience, you know, imposing totalitarianism on people. Um, 
Of course, uh, beyond just taking over existing globalist institutions, the Chinese are also building their own, right? They just uh, recently created the Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank, which they own and control. They've also got the uh, One Belt, One Road operation, where they're trying to bring under uh, subjection all these countries in Central Asia, all the way into Europe, right? They've got Croatia on board and so on, uh, into Africa, all across, you know, Eurasia. And... Um, you know, this is not a new phenomenon. I mentioned earlier that David Rockefeller had gone over in the 70s and talked about how great they were doing. Well, before that, American diplomats and deep state operatives from the Council on Foreign Relations, from all these secretive organizations, actually helped the Chinese communists take over. Uh, there's a lot of really good books on this. Uh, maybe my favorite one is May God Forgive Us Again by Robert Welch, uh, detailing how subversive agents within the U.S. government deliberately betrayed our ally, nationalist leader Chiang Kai-shek, and sold China to the communists. Um, even one of our generals, our ambassador at that time, he said, quote, American diplomats surrendered the territorial integrity and the political independence of China and wrote the blueprint for the communist conquest of China in secret agreement at Yalta. And this is from General Patrick Hurley, the U.S. ambassador to China at the end of World War II. So this was kind of an open secret. Uh, John F. Kennedy talked about this, right? Um, and now, you know, fast forward back to today. Just recently, we had uh, Xi Jinping, the mass murdering dictator of communist China. He was at the World Economic Forum, you know, one of the premier uh, open globalist meetings of the year. Uh, takes place in Davos, Switzerland. And uh, he painted himself and the communist Chinese dictatorship as the protector of the world order, of the globalist, they call it the liberal world order now, from Trump. You know, he's saying, oh, Trump's going to, you know, do a trade war and things like that. So Xi Jinping, the mass murderer, is going to save us from Trump. Yeah, right. Uh, the reality is the deep state plan for a new world order has China playing a starring role. And you really can't understand the quest for a new world order unless and until you understand what has happened with China and what is happening with China. Uh, China is kind of like a blueprint for the new world order, right? A technocratic form of government. Yeah, the people will be allowed to have a little bit of prosperity. You know, they'll maybe have food and things, maybe an apartment, a small apartment if they cooperate. If they don't, Wow, watch out. So um, anyways, we will be talking a lot more about communist China in the weeks ahead. Um, it's so important to understanding the agenda of the deep state, the, the tools of the deep state, the, the strategies of the deep state. So stay tuned. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment, all those great things. And please go to thenewamerican.com. We've got a lot of articles about this, and you won't find this stuff anywhere else, folks. So if you don't yet subscribe to the New American Magazine, make sure you get a subscription, um, you know, two, two issues every month. And uh, you can also subscribe for free to our daily headlines from our online portal. You can get them weekly if, you, if you know, daily is too much. So make sure you get over there and subscribe. Uh, thank you very much for watching, and we'll be back for another episode of Behind the Deep State with Alex Newman next week. Thank you.